How did Philippine police and authorities become so corrupt? Welcome to episode 158 of the Kuya Manzano podcast. I'm Kuya Manzano and I'm frustrated, angry, turned down. I don't know anymore what I feel. This is almost our daily bread, I would say. You know, it's uh, it's been improving in a few years since... Uh, Well, since Duterte came in, when Duterte went in, it improved, but I think it's uh, it's unimproving. It's getting worse. <laughs> Again, um, police might be too lit, too poorly paid, maybe in the Philippines, or maybe they're too greedy. The thing is, they try to compensate their income with your money, with your pockets, taking advantage of... Um, the drivers out there this has been happening since i got here to the philippines in 2011 but uh yeah this week i had several encounters so i'm gonna uh, encounters with officials that try to extort money uh, or get take advantage or you know pressure you into releasing some of your hard earned money so three cases I'll let you know uh, one by one and you tell me if you can relate, if this happened to you, if you heard it. Because when you come to search online, there's many people who are suffering. When I told my friends uh, about what happened on the day, they said, oh yeah, that happened to me. It happened to my brother. You know, it, uh, It's pretty frequent, sadly. So, well, encounter number one, I paid 500 pesos because there's, that's the fee for getting a police clearance for a new vehicle that you bought uh, secondhand so you need to I don't know do some process a stencil a background check etc before you can transfer it into your name properly so you pay 500 pesos for that then the police who goes there to take the picture with me to some what certify what's happening is on the side trying to sell us an overpriced insurance, third-party insurance, which is a requirement from the LTO, Land Transportation Office, that I would need to do the week after. So the policeman is on commission from some insurance agency, and he added a big price for what I checked. He was selling, our, uh, selling us insurance for $1,280 when I... When I checked uh, upon other agent, let's call him another agent because the police would be an agent. Another agent of the insurance company would sell it for me at a profit for 700 pesos. Okay, 700. When I checked on the papers of my last insurance from the seller, it was 500 pesos. Okay, so it was a big big extra more than double extra that he was adding probably whatever he was adding even if it's only one peso it's wrong it's a conflict of interest you are a public servant sir okay and i already paid for this service 500 pesos which is like 10 dollars and i don't want to have you selling me insurance on the side you're a fucking policeman shit man it's so embarrassing well that was one then at the at the stencil place where they really check on the motor of your car to see if the machine matches the papers there's two people asking me demanding from me pressuring 
for tips saying um, okay I'll help you do the papers here yeah I'm, I'm uh, you know it's just like I'm acting nice helping you fill up the papers which you are having a hard time filling up and then just give me a tip you know they and same with the um, the boy making the stencil things uh, it's it's quite normal to tip around in the Philippines but the tip is something that you give if you want to it's horrible that someone who who's working for you because you already paid for this service remember I paid ten dollars for this service I paid 500 pesos for the whole service and still they're telling you you have to give on the side probably because I'm white and they want uh, you know they, they think a white person is a walking dollar and they you they're somewhat entitled to your money and to your tips I hate that shit I really hate it it's so fucking disturbing but the worst part is still to come okay my third encounter with the uh, with the Philippine police or officers or whatever they are because uh, when I was going down south C5 road just before Calayan Street we encounter the Makati Blue Boys okay who are the Makati Blue Boys I think there's some branch of the Metro Manila Development Authorities a bunch of them a big bunch of them say like 10 of them so it that's pretty intimidating with their uniforms and everything we're making all the truck drivers transportation drivers go on the side and out of nowhere they bring a machine to make an impromptu smoke detection smoke emission test to see if you're compliant with uh, whatever environment policies that your smoke is not dark enough or not polluting enough uh, too much or they make you get they get your driver's license number one so that's already intimidation and harassment they make you get down from the car and they ride my car and they start pressing on the gas while other person is putting a tube up your <laughs> up your exhaust pipe to check on the pollution and they step on the step on the gas aggressively in order to make those emissions go higher you know and then next thing you know they press a little machine and they show you you're not compliant fuck that shit i was compliant the week before because i still had the papers fortunately i still had the papers for my compliance of the week before which I, I already passed my emission my smoke emission test in a proper official place and then they didn't know what to when I showed them that paper and I said what the hell are you talking about they didn't know what to do oh okay okay so mm, all right but that's for registration that's not for operation what what are you talking about it says here in big letters it's passed oh yes but you should have told us about this first sir I said, well, you didn't ask me. You just told me to get down of my car and started pressing my gas. You know, I, f- I feel it like such a violation. that I didn't even see an ID of any of these people. They're just, uh, a, I don't know, like wearing official, quote-unquote, official T-shirts. Yeah. So they have a tent and everything there in the street. So, yeah, they're legit. Uh, well, they work for the government. It doesn't mean they're legit. I think they are crooks. And they're doing a November racket. Police in the Philippines are known for doing November and December traffic enforcers 
they make their extra rackets with the commuters. You know, they want to have some money for December gifts, which is very sad. And I feel super harassed, you know, and uh, aggravated. I made a big fuss. I shouted a bit. And uh, when they saw I had the papers and it was passed, they couldn't defend that I was not compliant. Because they were saying, look, our machine says you're not compliant. I said, how about this paper from the official place? From the official smoke emission place. Oh, yes. Uh, okay, we'll let you go for today. Huh? For today, we'll let you... I even had to say fucking thank you for them letting me leave. What the fuck? It happened two days ago and I'm still angry about it. So I'm going to be posting about it and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see where maybe 10 places where I can report what happened and record the replies from whatever authorities. I'll write to the police, I'll write uh, to the president, I'll write wherever I can and see if we get replies and I'll report back to you. My gosh. Very. I got away. I didn't pay for any of the three harassing things that I just told you about. But uh, it cost me a lot of uh, violence, a lot of uh, anger, and shouting and getting aggressive with with them. Yeah, until they they gave up on me. And they'll prey on the next person because if you don't pay, they take away your plate number. There were a lot of plates there accumulated in C5 Road, southbound. I'm telling you, on uh, on November 10 at 3 p.m. 2022. Yeah, I'm saying that so if someone, a good politician out there, can make something positive out of this situation, it would be great. So there. Oh well, I'm Cuya Manzano in every social media network and I'm there replying personally. So reach out. Love and infinity.